0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Thank you very much, Eamon. It is the Hard Shoulder. It's Anton in for Kieran. And the prospect of striking nurses begins to loom because the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation is going to ballot for industrial action over what they say are unsafe staff numbers. And I'm joined by Edward Matthews, who is Deputy General Secretary of the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation. Edward, can you uh, explain to us what exactly the executive of the INMO have sanctioned?
1: Well, we've just concluded a consultation with our members across all the acute hospitals in the country, and the picture is extremely bleak. We've been faced with nurses telling us they're working on rosters which are thirty between 30 and 70% short. They're losing skilled nurses. They have very junior nurses dealing with complex care, and they're afraid and exhausted going home from work. And the safety of the situation is just untenable at the moment. It's so unsafe. And what they need are realistic plans to provide safe staffing levels and skills mix and a safe work environment. We've been to the HSE, we've been to the Department of Health, we've been to the Houses of the Oireachtas, we've been to the Health and Safety Authority and still we cannot get a funded workforce plan to show us how we're going to provide safety.
0: Okay, but take us to today. What what is the decision and recommendation today?
1: The Executive Council have said to our members, we understand how desperate the situation is and we're going to go location by location and where there are difficulties and where the situation is unsafe and where our members believe that they cannot provide the type of care that patients deserve. And they're crying out for us to tell the public how dangerous it is on inpatient wards from a staffing point of view at the moment. We will consider the necessity for an industrial action with our members so that we can bring a sense of safety to the situation and bring workloads to a level where we can provide safe patient care. So for clarity's sake, just so I
0: understand it, Edward, what that means is that you will be talking to your members and let's say whether it's CUH or Beaumont, if the people in in CUH say we think we are uh, understaffed and that it is risky, you can ballot there for strike action and you can go on strike within CUH.
1: Is that correct? In individual locations and in the worst affected locations, we'll be talking to our members and depending on the level of the situation, but we want to avoid this. What we want is for people to put forward realistic plans where there is a realistic workload matched with a realistic uh, staffing level. These people are going to work and they're genuinely going home afraid. Nurses are going home afraid of what they've left undone at night. And the actual cries of exhaustion And the cries of despair that I heard in hospitals around the country in the last two weeks are just horrendous. If that's the case, why are you not
0: looking at the possibility of national industrial action?
1: Well, what we're trying to do is trying to give a last opportunity to the health services to bring forward a necessary workforce plan to bring safety to inpatient areas. In 2017, they committed to an annual funded workforce plan for nursing and midwifery, and they have consistently failed to deliver that. And we're continuously banging on every door that we can to get that. And we don't want to be in a situation of taking industrial action. It's the last thing we want. But if you are to do it,
0: Edward, though, that's the bit, I mean, ultimately, industrial action functions as a way to put a gun to a head. It seems odd that you would pick a very small gun rather than going straight to the biggest available, which is nationwide industrial action.
1: Well, first and foremost, what we're doing is we're targeting now, first of all, the areas which are in the most dire need, where we have seen people say to us that their roster is 70% short that very junior nurses are caring for people with very complex care needs and that the situation is untenable from the point of view of their safety, particularly from patient safety and for their uh, registration. And we're looking at those areas first. But again, even in those areas, that can be avoided if the employer comes forward with a realistic proposal to match the nature of care with a safe staffing level. And then we're giving the government an opportunity and the HSE an opportunity to come forward with a realistic plan to deal with the issue nationally. Nowhere is safe, but there are areas that are particularly egregiously unsafe.
0: Anytime any union suggests the possibility of balloting for industrial action, it begets a, a very obvious question, but it does need to be asked nonetheless, which is if, as you say, you are taking the areas where there is the greatest uh, risk and where there is the lowest level of staffing, if you then take industrial action and strike action in those hospitals or in those facilities, do you not greatly exacerbate that problem with an ultimate impact on patient care?
1: Well, the first and foremost thing to say is that any time that we would take industrial action, the first thing that we would consider is patient care and we would always make sure to ensure that there's a minimum impact on patients in any service. And what this is designed to do is get the employer to understand and as well to raise public consciousness that our inpatient areas and hospitals are desperately unsafe from a staffing point of view. That is affecting patient safety. It's affecting patient mortality. And what we're trying to do is get the government to stand up and realise that the time has come to provide these people with a safe work environment, but more importantly, to provide patients with a safe care environment. The one message that I came back with most clearly from the meetings around the country was please tell the public how dangerous it is in our inpatient areas and please try and solve the problem. And our members, to be honest, their well is dry, they're running on empty after COVID, etc. But now the situation is getting even worse. We're losing more nurses, we're losing skilled nurses. And we want the government to respond. We want them to bring forward a realistic funded workforce plan that can bring safety and to avoid the industrial action. That is exactly what we want.
0: Can I ask you about the nature of of the specifics of what you are looking for from the government? Because the obvious response from government will be to point at Sláinte Care, to point at the vast level of investment that there is within the health system, to point at the winter plan of 2022 through 2023 and the likelihood of a repeat of all of that. So...
1: And what's what's notably absent from all of those documents is any plan, this is how many nurses we need and this is the level of care that we can deliver with that amount of nurses to maintain safety within our hospitals. I won't go through the details of the research and other things that show you what safety means from a nurse staffing level, but what can I tell you is that when the nurse staffing levels go down, mortality and morbidity rates go up. Every document that you've mentioned has not one scintilla of a plan that we will recruit this many nurses to deliver safe care. And this is, we're going to fund the employment of these nurses, and we're going to work to recruit them domestically and overseas. And that's what we want, and that's what does not exist. And despite a commitment in 2017 for an annual plan, Every year they have failed to deliver.
0: If that's what you're seeking in terms of the specificity of those numbers from government, I assume it's a fair inference that you have an ideal number in your head at this point in terms of nursing numbers or nursing uh, staffing levels within a given institution. Can, Can you make that number clear now?
1: Well, I can't tell you what, in any, every single institution, I don't have those figures in front of me, but you know we're constantly running to catch up in terms of nursing numbers. There are locations that have vacancy rates, for example, of 100 nurses, of 80 nurses, of 70 nurses, of 200 nurses, and the number keeps changing constantly. But we need to work towards building the government's own projections. If we look out a little longer, by twenty thirty five, tell us we need nine thousand additional nurses. But what we're doing is running to stand still at the moment, and we have no plan to get there. So we need to start moving and planning to get there.
0: Edward, thank you very much for your time this evening. That is Edward Matthews, who is deputy general secretary of the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cottrell with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.